and welcome back to another Friday Five episode here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I cannot believe we are wrapping up the month of September already, but here we are. And first and foremost on our list at number one, as September winds down, October is waiting in the wings and along with it, the start of AEP 2024. 16 days to be precise, and even less days until the Shop and Enroll rebrand takes effect. And of course, also coming soon, plan details will be able to begin to be shared on October 1st. It's an exciting time. It's a busy time. Just a reminder that we're here for you at Ritter Insurance Marketing. It's time to round up the last of those stray ducks and get ready to sell. If you need some caffeine to help in your preparation, well, today happens to be National Coffee Day. There are deals to be had pretty much everywhere other than Starbucks. I have some thoughts on that. We will be linking to the list in the notes, so be sure to take advantage of some of those offers as you're preparing today. Number two. On Tuesday this week, CMS announced the Medicare Advantage average monthly plan premium for coverage year 2024. It was $17.86 per month in 2023. It will increase slightly to $18.50 in 2024. CMS also reported that 73% of Medicare Advantage beneficiaries will not see a premium increase this year, so good news on that front. Enrollment projections were also included in the release, with CMS expecting about 33.8 million Medicare Advantage enrollees in 2024, up from the current 31.6 million beneficiaries. For a look at the full CMS press release, be sure to check out the episode notes. We will be linking to it there. We are still on the lookout for the official Medicare Parts A and B premium and deductible numbers for 2024. As of recording time, those numbers haven't been announced, but we will get that information out to you as soon as we can when it is available. Number three. Another great thing to know before AEP, the ways that Social Security and Medicare interact and how to relay that information to your clients. Somehow this episode is ending up very AEP-themed without me necessarily trying, but we're just going to go with it. So some things to remember. First up, Part A of Medicare and claiming Social Security go hand in hand, can't have one without the other. Medicare Part B, on the other hand, can be delayed after your client claims their Social Security benefits. If your client has the option of holding on to employer coverage and that can save them money, that might be the best option. That's not always the case, though, so remember to evaluate that on a client-by-client basis and run it both ways to see how the cost and coverage options come out. Also, don't forget about the Income-Related Monthly Adjustment Amount Surcharge, or IRMA. The Medicare program charges some beneficiaries more for their Medicare coverage, depending on their income threshold. Oftentimes, you'll hear us refer to annual premiums or deductibles as averages, and this is why. Another important thing to note is that when those calculations are made, you might be looking at coverage year 2024, IRMA would be calculated from your client's income in 2022. 
Now, the last thing I will mention, social security benefits do reach a point where delaying doesn't get your client anything more. So beneficiaries can claim early at 62 or wait a little bit longer to get full benefits, depending on the year they were born. But there is a point at which beneficiaries don't get any additional benefits for waiting to sign up, and that is the age of 70. So these are just a couple of ways that Social Security and Medicare interact. We will be linking to a Think Advisor piece in the notes that details these and others. It is a great refresher prior to the start of AEP. Number four, quick mention here on the Medicaid redetermination front. CMS recently reported that as of September 21st, 30 states were reporting issues with the systems that allowed for ex-party or automatic renewals. Because of that error and to prevent future errors, CMS required those states to, quote, pause procedural disenrollments for impacted people unless they could ensure all eligible people are not improperly disenrolled due to this issue, end quote. CMS reported the number of beneficiaries disenrolled because of that system's error was close to 500,000 beneficiaries on Medicaid or CHIP. Medicaid redeterminations started back up in April of this year after a three-year hiatus, and states are still working to get through those roles. This is something that agents, especially with the way this process has been going, want to make sure you're double-checking on this status with your clients during this AEP. Number five, little bit of a two-for-one here. There were two important AI announcements this week, and I want to make sure that I mention both of them here. So first, Meta recently announced their plans to integrate an AI chatbot into WhatsApp, Messenger, and Instagram. It will be known as Meta AI and is trained on the Llama 2 learning model. So a little bit different than ChatGPT, Bing Chat, and Google Bard, which Tina recently did an Agent Apps episode on those chatbots, and that will be linked in the notes. Meta also announced some new AI-enhanced editing features, applying generative AI design capabilities to filters, backgrounds, and stickers. Meta's announcement came on Wednesday this week, and about six hours later, President Biden announced that in a few weeks, he'll be issuing an executive order regarding artificial intelligence. When asked for further comments about the pending executive order, President Biden had this to say about AI tech, quote, Vast differences exist among them in terms of what potential it has, what dangers there are, and so I have a keen interest in AI. I've convinced key experts on how to harness the power of artificial intelligence for good while protecting people from profound risk it also presents, end quote. We will definitely be following along with this potential executive order and reporting back. Rupel recommends. The Writers Guild of America has come to an agreement with studios after a long 148 day strike. The deal has a few final hoops to jump through, but WGA officials did vote unanimously to end the strike at 12.01 a.m. Pacific Time on Wednesday, so 3.01 a.m. Eastern Time here when we were all likely a snooze. 
And while, yes, that does mean that writers can get back to work, SAG-AFTRA and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers are still in talks, heading back to the table on Monday, October 2nd. Hopefully, they'll be able to make a deal next week and get everything back on track. Until then, I haven't really looked into what streaming other than Haunted Mansion comes to Disney Plus on October 4th, so we'll try to be back with a full list of picks next week, and hopefully some good news will come out of those negotiations on Monday. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to Jan Hay from Wealthship Group. He was recently chosen as the winner of our Podcast Summits giveaway, the lucky winner of a set of Apple AirPod Pros and a Yeti Tumblr. So just want to say again, thank you for attending the summits and thanks for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. I know I'm excited to watch soccer in normal weather conditions. So stay healthy, stay safe out there. We will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel, script editing by Tina Lamaru, podcast designed by Urban Rivera, artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with us wherever you like to listen. 